Good, yo, what's going on with y'all? It's your boy Convo and Marlo. Got a special guest with me here today. Who do I have with me here today? Juice Boy. Okay, um, okay. Mr. Juice Boy, you know what I'm saying? What's going on? How you feeling? Bro, I'm blessed. I'm blessed. Um, you're blessed. I'm glad to be here. You Thank know? you. You're, you're, you seem like a very um, optimistic dude. Come on now. Like you got to be. With what's, what, you know, what's going on uh, right now in the world? You have to be. You have to be. You have shoot. to be. You know what I'm saying? I see, I see you got the nice Nike tag fleece on, bro, all green. Honestly, this was a birthday gift. I'm not going to lie. I didn't oh, even, Yeah, this was a birthday gift. Uh, my airport outfit when I was going to uh, Ghana. Mm. My uh, my family friend, she bought it for me. So, yeah, I've just been trying to hold it down. You yeah, know? yeah. So you've just been rocking it. No, I, yeah, me, yeah, I, yeah. I fuck with them. I love, I love track suits. Mm-hmm. I had a Roos track suit. I had a, like, any type of brand you can name. Mm-hmm. Um, affordable ones. I had them all. I just love like, and it's nothing crazy. You don't have to really match. Yeah, anything. yeah. You just put it on. You're good. And to it's go. comfortable too. You know, especially with this weather, like you just want to wear something comfortable and warm. Mm. So like, yeah. Don't even get me started on this weather. Man, I'm telling you, like driving around is like a Mario Kart, go, <laughs> like a go kart uh, race. It's, it's just, like someone put the banana everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Slide the it. potholes and like the the ice and the snow. It's it's too much, but. I think spring's around the corner, so hopefully spring's been around the corner for how long? You know, and it's still yeah, that's the, true. the The pothole thing is so true because there be when I'm going to work, I take the same road every time, right? Mm-hmm. And then now that the snow is gone, potholes yeah. here, there, you there, to, everywhere. And it's like you're trying to avoid them, but at the same time, you have to be careful because of oncoming traffic. Like mm-hmm. I'd be swerving and twisting and turning on the road but i'm checking my blind spot to make sure mm-hmm. i'm not gonna hit anyone so and, and the thing with the potholes is like these potholes are so strong like when you hit it like like your whole car literally yeah shakes. yeah like yo i had a, i hit a pothole so hard it changed the music for me Whoa. in my car and it's like i had to pull over and check the car to make sure the tire was still on like, like that's crazy like bro, <laughs> i'm telling you my head almost hit the roof yeah honestly like the other day i had to I was telling you I had to uh, take my car to the mechanic because I guess I hit something so hard. Like the something was, he said something was sticking out. I think it was a Damn. exhaust pipe or something. Yeah. But it wasn't too, too serious. Like he fixed it and I, for free, he didn't, he didn't charge it. So mm. yeah, I'm, I'm lucky. Man, I'm, the, I'm the, lucky. Thing with, the thing with owning a car, especially for me, it's like, Every time I feel financially stable, like I'm getting my money right, mm-hmm. my car thinks otherwise. Mm-hmm. Like that's when I wake up with a check engine light or any of that type yeah. of stuff. You yeah. know? Yeah. How how was how was the drive up here? You coming all oh. the way from the west side? Oh, honestly, I'm I'm pretty used to it because like I, I I used to work around these ends and like I'm if if I knew exactly where it was, I wouldn't even use uh, GPS for the first part. Oh, you could get here. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, okay. I turned it off at a point. I was like, oh, I know. I know this area, so mm. it's not even in, you know, it's not even too difficult. But the drive was fine, you know. Yeah. Sunday morning, I'm feeling blessed. So, yes, sir. Yeah, yes, sir. Yeah, I'm ready to get this convo started. Yes, sir. So the first, the first quarter of the new year, you know, what I'm saying first, first, first and foremost, happy mm-hmm. new year. You happy know, what I'm new saying? year. So March up to from January to March, mm-hmm. how's the new year been for you? Life, music, just everything. Honestly, life has been very, uh, I'll say, from January to this point, it has been challenging, but in a good way. Mm. I feel like I'm stepping into a new season, a new chapter of my life where, you know, 
I just need to, you know, focus and see different routes that I could take in order to get to the next level and also taking risk because mm. I feel like, you know, at a certain point in life, sometimes, you know, you get to kind of comfortable or content where you are. Like, I try not to, you know, stay in that, you know, mindset and like since January till now, I've just been trying to find ways to like, you know, get myself to the next level, trying different things, you know, seeing what I need to improve on, where I need to go. So, yeah, like, it's been challenging, it's been stressful, but I feel like, you know, when you're, when you feel uncomfortable, that's when you know something's about to happen, yep. something good's yep. about to happen. So, mm-hmm. I've just been keeping myself on my toes, and yeah, like, I'm blessed. I, I just thank God that I'm, I'm healthy, I'm alive, mm-hmm. you know, we're into, like, we're almost into the the fourth month of the year, and yeah. I'm so good. So time's looking yeah. kind of flying. Yo, it's oh flying. My. Life flies by. Yeah, yeah. life flies by. So, mm. bro, you gotta you gotta do what you wanna do with no regrets, because mm. time flies. So, so you said um, things kind of start going bad before they get good. Mm-hmm. If you can, can you kind of get into it? What you mean by that? So, like, um, I feel like. Uh, what I'm particularly talking about is just like, you know, when um, consistency, sometimes it's uh, it, it comes to a stumbling block where it's like you're not doing totally bad, but you're you're not doing as good as you want to yeah. to be doing or you expect to be doing. So it's like you kind of have to think and challenge yourself to see, yo, what do I need to do differently or what do I need to start doing now? in order to, you know, make the next step. Mm. Because I feel like, especially for myself, like I'm someone that is always on the go. I'm like, yo, what do I need to do now? What what can I do differently? Like, what stuff should I start planning now so that I could do it in the future? Um, I'm always someone that's looking, uh, focused on my present, but also planning for the future as well. Mm. So like, for instance, with my music, you know, obviously like, I believe that at the rate that I'm going right now, I'm doing pretty good. But at the same time, I know that there's there's certain things that I need to do or I need to try doing differently in order to, you know, get myself to the next level. So just things like that. And, you know, also, you know, um, creating more uh, music, uh, creating quality music, yeah. not just more music, because Lord knows I have I have folders and folders of music, but it's like. You know, you got to be consistent and creating that quality so that I could share it with people. So mm. just just challenging myself in those sort of uh, avenues and uh, my own personal life. Mm. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. So compared, so this is um, January to March of 22. Mm-hmm. Compared to 21, 2021, was mm-hmm. there any difference or was it kind of the same? Because last year around this time, COVID was really just to talk i mean kind of still low-key is but right Mm -hmm. now it's more like russia and ukraine that type of yes you know what i'm saying but was there any difference last year compared to now or is it all kind of falling into the same yeah definitely because um i think the beginning of last year honestly um there was a time where i i didn't really get a chance to even um hop into the studio because my my engineer had to close down um like it was hard to create at home because I'd be working, I'd be working straight evenings and then, you know, I'd get home tired or 
like I'm trying to plan other things to do. So it was really, um, I had to find balance. So um, what I did was um, I bought myself a whiteboard just to write down the things that I want to do each month, mm -hmm. just to hold myself like responsible for the things that, you know, I wanted to accomplish. So that really, I think that was like, the time where everything just kind of squished and I was very more, I was more focused than in the beginning of the year mm -hmm. because like, you know, you know, when you say you want to do something, yeah, like, yeah, speak it to existence, but you know, I feel like writing it down makes you more, um, it, it, it makes you remember that, yo, you said you wanted to do this. So you got to do this before mm -hmm. blah, blah, or you gotta, you gotta, you know, uh, keep yourself informed that, this is what you said you want to do. So, yeah, getting that whiteboard, honestly, I feel it like it really helped big time. And I still use it today. So, wow. yeah. So, so basically, you're saying that whiteboard is something like one, it helps you stay on track with whatever you oh, got going on. I recommend a whiteboard for anybody, literally. And it's not like something where you have to write all your goals down for the whole year. Just take it month by month. Mm. And, uh, yeah, it's it's honestly it's 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 changed my life. I'm not gonna lie, mm. <laughs> it's low, it's high key changed my life. So do you, do you I feel recommend. more more organized with that? Definitely, more definitely organized. more organized. And um, I feel like when I want to do certain things, I'm more um, I'm more uh, what do you call it? I'm just more um, informed and there's more context to what I want to mm. do because I'm writing it in like bullet, uh, uh, bullet in form. bullet, in bullet form. Yeah, and yeah, like, yeah. you know, I have the space and the, the ideas to just write on my own and it's in my room. So it's, it's my own personal thing. It's not like I'm showcasing it to anybody or whatnot. Mm. It's, it's for me and, and for myself alone. So, okay. Okay. Yeah. With me, it's, um, it's not a whiteboard. But I don't know if you saw it, but as soon as you came into the crib, I have a calendar. And on that okay. calendar, I write everything. Everything. Mm -hmm. And it's my way. Because be, there be times I write reminders on my phone, but it's mm -hmm. not the same as actually, like what you just said, I was like literally writing it down. Yeah. And that calendar, I see it every time I go up the stairs, down the stairs, leave, mm -hmm. come in. I, it's the first thing I see. Mm -hmm. And I always, I check, I'm like, okay yeah i got yeah. that going on you know so with that that is true having it written down is like yeah more commit more committed. and then and then you know another good thing about it is um not to talk talk about my my uh whiteboard the whole time That's but I, thing, another think. thing about about this whiteboard that i really like is at the end of the month i i check and i i i write x's on you know what i was able to complete before the end of the month and what I wasn't able to complete so that I can still um, keep an account of, you know, what of what uh, of the things that I still need to, you know, uh, finish in the near future. And then, like, just look at the stuff that I'm checking off and just, you know, congratulate myself because, mm. yo, like even doing one thing off of that list that I wrote is, is still a blessing to me because, bro, you know. People say we all have the same 24 hours, which I don't believe, but it's like just being able to do one of these things that you said you want to do, like even though you may be so busy, it's still like a great thing. And I feel like you know, we shouldn't wait for people to uh, give us our flowers. We should give it to ourselves. Yes, sir. We should Dad, give it to uh, ourselves. So mm -hmm. 
yeah, I just, I, I love that. I love that uh, part of uh, what I do with my whiteboard. Because they, uh, they say if you, if you wait on, like, uh, the, to the flower thing that you said, if you wait on people to congratulate you, you'll get disappointed almost All the every time. time. You know All the saying? time. And it's yeah. just, that's, it's just not worth it. So you congratulating yourself is just uh, mm. way more better because you know, nobody knows your goals better than you. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Once you hit whatever you're trying to get to, it's yeah. just that much better. And, and, and another thing is like, people don't see the work behind the scenes. They just mm. see the end product, right? Yep. So people like, it's so easy, especially it's so easy looking at a phone and you know judging off what someone does when you see the end product and whatnot but you don't know the investment the money the time wow. the blood and sweat that these people are you know taking to put into their craft whatever it is not just music whatever it is yeah you know so you got to give yourself your flowers man because if you're waiting for the next man to big you up man you you're gonna be uh sorry you're yeah. gonna be very sorry so yeah yeah so why did you decide to go the music route? What was in it for you? Hmm. Honestly, I feel like music, and I always say this, but I, I truly believe till this day, music found me mm. at the right time and the most challenging time of my life till this day. Because um, I was someone that after, after high school, honestly, I didn't really know what I wanted to do with my life. Like, from age seven to like late teens, all I cared about was soccer, 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 soccer. Yeah. But those soccer was the dream. Soccer was the dream, and yeah. soccer was 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 fulfilling his its dream uh, until there was some point where, um, unfortunately, um, my my dad was more concerned about me getting work experience, um, and um, yeah, I had to cut the dream short, which I'm not. Now I'm not too uh I'm not too salty about because obviously everything happens for a reason and mm. I feel like my dad made a good a, a good move at obviously from his POV at that time so um yeah but uh music really found me when I was like at my darkest moments because I really didn't know what I wanted to do yeah and it was a hidden talent that I feel like God really revealed to me and was like yo you have this, like, use it, you know? Mm -hmm. And I was someone that there was times I didn't know how to express myself. So I started writing a lot. I started writing a lot. And I even, sometimes I would just, like, practice singing because mm -hmm. I used to sing when I was younger. But obviously, you know, man's go pu through puberty, your voice get deeper and mm -hmm. all that. So, yeah, I just started singing a lot. Every day I had a melody in my head or I'd just be singing a melody and started writing music and I it took some time for me to like grow and and love it more but yeah like honestly it was the best thing that happened to me mm. best thing that ever happened to me since so yeah I'm so, I'm so happy about it yeah and ever since then you like all the moves you've made I mean obviously it's life there there might be moves here and there that you might regret mm -hmm. but all in all you you've enjoyed the trip yeah, and and I feel like I'm always gonna enjoy the the journey, and I I tell this to myself most of the time because um, a lot of people are, may ask you or themselves, uh, "What's the end goal and whatnot?" I don't have an end goal because I feel like music is gonna be a part of my life until you know God calls me home. 
Wow. Because it's 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 something that's within me, and I feel like also it's a it's a gift that I can utilize, and you know, it can speak to others, and it could you know just make others feel like uh, like like there's 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 something in it that 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 they can uh, grasp from it too. Mm. So um, yeah, it, it's it's not something that I feel like it's just oh I just do it because I just. I just want to do it or I want clout or whatnot. It's something that, you know, obviously I want to, I want it to be my career, but I, I genuinely love it and have a passion for it. So I feel like it's just a, a part of me. Mm. Yeah. So, so from the moment you start to the moment you are right now, what would be, what would you say would be your biggest gain? Like, was it mm. meeting new people in the music industry? Was it learning your sound? You know what I'm saying? What what would you have say was your biggest gain from all that? Um there's many different um there's many different uh gains that I've 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 gotten from, you know, doing and me- making music um but in particular um I won't say this is the biggest one but one that really I feel like helped me pattern myself and, you know, stay focused on my craft was finally finding my sound because mm. a lot of people don't know this for the first few years that i was making music i was honestly just experimenting it's not like i was doing something to capitalize on on anything or whatnot i was honestly just trying to discover my sound discover what i you know like to create and you know just really um experiment on my versatility but mm. also just try different things because when i first started people were like yo like you're actually good at this stuff but i'm like ah. you didn't it believe is, it yeah i didn't uh, believe it like uh, it's like you know it's whatever you know uh niggas put out uh, sorry niggas put out a track and it's like oh yo it's hot but it's like yo like nowadays anybody could put out a track and anybody could say it's hot but it's like i want to personally feel like you know, th- what I'm doing is actually good. I want to enjoy this. I want to play this, you know, when I'm alone and, like, listen to it and enjoy it like I'm yeah. somebody that's not me. So I think discovering my my sound and, like, you know, really uh, finding my niche in music really um, was one of my, my uh, big gains. Mm, mm-hmm. Okay. What, if you're, if you're able to explain it, what is your sound? You know um, my sound is the Afrofusion sound. Yes, sir. So Afrofusion is basically Afrobeats as the bass and many different genres, you know, that are uh, complementing it, like like R&B, hip hop, um, pop, um, even sometimes Alte. Alte is a uh, is sort of like a a sub genre, or it's 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 a different genre in itself, mm-hmm. but it's like basically a sound that is uh uh combines other creative sounds together but it it originated in uh nigeria um but yeah afro i i would say my sound is uh afro fusion so i love to you know create afro beats but also have you know r&b hip-hop influences in there Mm -hmm. as well yeah so when it comes to your sound would you say it'd be something shorties could throw it back to or like niggas could just vibe out to at the club you know what I'm saying? i think what, i think it's reaction i think um honestly i think my sound has uh an occasion for everything mm. you can hear it at parties you can hear it just on the streets you can hear it you know like 
even 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 for older people, you know, like I feel like I have different messages with my music. So sometimes I may be talking about a girl or about love. Sometimes I may be talking about real life hardships, you know, you know, young young people trying to come up, uh political stuff even too, mm. you know. And uh if you listen Carefully, sometimes I, I even implement God in my messages too because I feel like, you know, he's he's the reason why uh, I'm, I'm able to do these things as well. So I feel like my music, like I said before, has a different occasion for, for every song. Mm. You know, every song is different and has its own, um, you know, style to it. So, yeah, like I'm able to do uh, different kinds of... Uh, create different kinds of uh, music for different occasions yeah mm -hmm. i'm not i'm not gonna lie i always thought afro beat was just something you just bop to because <laughs> there would be a whole bunch of burner boy stuff that i listened to mm -hmm. and like he has like i uh, what was the album twice as tall yeah you know? twice as tall um yeah. like i when i actually started listening to stuff i'm like oh it's not just yeah nah. it's not just he's talking about like real life struggles real life politics stuff. You know, corruption in Nigeria and Africa, you know, there's some songs where he's talking about, you know, love and, you know, mm. the typical stuff. But yeah, like, like, for instance, he's he's a uh, I'm glad you brought him up because um, I, like on God, I swear after the show, it was 2019. I went to uh, a Burner Boy uh, concert show in here, here, in our city. Yeah, in our okay. city. And I swear after that night. Like, like, my the light switch in my brain just went like he's like, yo, Joseph, the inspiration just came in like boom, right there. And this was ah. stuff that I was doing before, but because, um, I guess with my environment and you know being in the city, starting music, I almost was trying to please other people and not be true to myself. Mm. So after that concert. He like it's like Burner Boy told me he's like yo know your roots like be proud of it sing about it you know wow and here I am today you know really making that Afro fusion style that I've I've always been doing even before I started mm -hmm. releasing stuff so yeah I felt I felt good after that night it changed my life sometimes with with things like that the motivation comes when you least expect it mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying there mm -hmm. there be times with what I'm doing right now I'm just like ah. Oh. I'm not getting the outcome that I want from it. Mm -hmm. So I just, I dead it. Like, I just stopped doing it for a little bit. Yeah. And then I'd watch some of my favorite podcasters. And they, mm -hmm. like, soon as I talk, the day I talk about not wanting to do it anymore, mm -hmm. I watch them. They go, yeah, I had days where I didn't want to do it anymore. Yeah. But I just got, I'm like, yo, are these guys watching me? Yeah. Because I, I was just talking about it. Literally. You know? and, it's, and, it's, and it's normal as a person that's trying to, you know, create something for themselves. And you know, create something that they enjoy. There's gonna be days where you just feel like you don't, you don't, you don't, you know, mm -hmm. you don't want to do it. You know, you're just mm -hmm. kind of, you know, feeling down, or you just don't have the energy. And and sometimes you do need to sit back and just, you know, um, really uh, recollect your thoughts and you know, take a break. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, I know, especially as a a young black man, our, sometimes our mentality is always go, go, go. But sometimes you need to, you know, protect your mental. Exactly. Sit back, recharge, and then, you know, start again. Mm. So, like, that's that's to totally normal, and I, I totally understand. Yeah. Uh, 
your starting point. What was your starting point like when you first started this whole music stuff? Because, you know, a lot some people start in the closet, mm-hmm. mom's basement, a homie's place. What was mm-hmm. your starting point like? So, um, actually, um, my friends, shout out to Soji and Midek. Yeah. They they were doing music before me, honestly. Mm-hmm. Midek doing they, music too? Yeah. Wow. And um, honestly, at first, I... I I also never really I didn't see the the vision like that like what music could really do for you and the whole hype with doing music but um, they used to do it in uh, me day's closet yeah and then finally when um I started to to join them I first I was watching at first I was watching and then finally one time they invited me to uh, the studio in the library that's where that's where I was I was, I was cool. recording yeah Public library, mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, that's 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 where the it really started. But in Ottawa, um, my older cousins they were making music, so they had like little studio equipment in their bedrooms and whatnot. So that was the first time I ever like sat behind a mic and like you know recorded. But at that time, I was just you know it was just for fun. It wasn't anything. So that was pretty much my humble beginning and. Um, Ever since then, it's just been history. Mm. Sometimes I think about it, I'm just like, oh, damn, but, you know. <laughs> and you wouldn't change it for anything. No, nah, I, w- I wouldn't change it for anything because, you know, sometimes you have to uh, you have to go through uh, experiences like that in order to learn mm-hmm. and, you know, just get better yourself. A lot of people feel like, oh, you just go to a, a professional studio and you just, you know, you make, you create great music. But yeah. I tell you the truth. If you if you don't have the sauce, you just don't have it, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And it's not to say that you know nobody, like nobody like that wants to do music can do music. But it's like you know sometimes um, you really need to channel ch- like channel uh, uh, that certain talent within yourself and identify it. Mm-hmm. Before you tap in, because it's not something where it's like, oh, you're playing uh, a video game and you're just, you know, good. You know, mm-hmm. it sometimes it takes time. Sometimes it takes practice and more time. You just have to have it within yourself. Mm. Um, so your circle, uh, a lot of people, whenever they start what they're doing, they would have a certain circle. Mm-hmm. They would have a certain goal or mindset in the, the circle that they're with. Mm-hmm. They don't see what they see. Mm-hmm. Is your what I'm trying to ask is is your circle still the same? Like I know you talked about mm-hmm. Mide and Soji and stuff, but like mm-hmm. I'm assuming there was other people around. Are mm-hmm. those people still around? Are those people now? Yo, who does Juice Boy think he is? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Is it any mm-hmm. anything like that? Mm-hmm. No, there's definitely times where um you know, and I feel like this is this counts for everyone. You know, when you you first start something, you may be with certain people or like you know close friends or whatnot, and you know. Um, I feel like with time, everybody grows as a person, you mm-hmm. know? Sometimes you grow individually and then, you know, with the group or whoever you're with, you may grow apart and whatnot. And it, it, it's not always a bad thing, you know? Because other people have different um, things they want to accomplish and other, uh, you know, uh, things that they want to, you know, foresee. So it's like, you can't be, it's not like a marriage where you're like, yo, you're going to, you know, be together forever and whatnot, which is normal. And I obviously had have had those experiences, you know, not just with friends, but people that I worked in music with, people that I've, I've come to to meet within 
this uh, little industry and you know it's I think it's a part of life and and I'm still meeting new people and you know some people that I, 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 I may have known in the past we may not be as close but it's like it's all part of the journey and I I just thank God to that he's he's helped me to grow and just continue grow so mm. it's, it's it's normal stuff to me okay okay yeah. Yeah, right. so uh, one thing I want to ask you is from how have you music wise have you grown from ordinary boy to getting money well um, like because obviously nobody knows your growth better than you because mm-hmm. I'm watching ordinary boy uh, me, I'm the type of guy, whenever I watch music videos and stuff, yeah. like, when I listen to music, I listen for the background, the snares, everything. Yes. But when, I, when I'm watching a music video, I tune out some, my, my first time listening to a music video, I look at the background. Mm-hmm. I look at the background, I look at the person, I look at the other person in the music video, yeah. and I'm looking at you like, yo, is my guy skinny? You know what I'm saying? Like, he looks <laughs> yeah, hella yeah. skinny and stuff. Yeah. And it's just like... The, the audio, like, you could just tell it was the first one. Yeah. And then I listened again, Money. I'm like, bro, my guy got the whole, like, everything looks <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. like you planned it out. Like, mm-hmm. it was planned out. Definitely. But, like, from your point of view, um, what has changed from Ordinary Boy to getting money? Definitely myself as a person. Mm. Because I feel like when I... Honestly, Ordinary Boy was... Uh, I planned it all on the same day. Oh, the same I'm day. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Because um, we, we... we I didn't really have a concept. I didn't really have a concept. And I was kind of like battling with time and, you know, uh, the location and whatnot. And uh, it was just... Uh, it was basically like, you know, just uh, hope for the best. You know, hope for the best and just, you know, create something. Because I wanted to have a first video, you know. Um, but, like, ever since then, I've been directing my videos alongside with the videographers. I've been coming up with my concept and idea ideas prior to the shoots. Um, and I watch a lot of videos. I'm very, uh, I'm a very uh, cinematic uh, person. So I watch different videos. I, I try to look at, you know, things that I'd like to incorporate with my own style. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, I... I Honestly, like, yo, the fact that you brought that up, I'm even just picturing it now, and I'm just like, yo, like, it's really been, um, like, a huge difference compared to, you know, my first video until my, 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 my most recent one, and even the next one that's coming on uh, this coming Friday, too, you'll see concern. that. Yeah, concern. Yes, you'll see that, you know, I've really, really uh, grown as a person, I, and I feel like I... I can say this uh, with with no not sounding arrogant or prideful, but I really feel like I've 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 I put out some of the best work, yes, if sir. not some of the t- if not the best work when it comes visual visually out in this city mm-hmm. and musically together because um I'm someone that when I put out a song I want people to be able to see what I was talking about, but I also want people to hear it and you know. If I can add a, a visual experience for them to, you know, see what I was, you know, speaking on, it it, mm. it just, uh, you know, makes everything better. So mm. yeah, I just I, I love I love I love making videos. Honestly, yeah. I just no, I love it. That. Yeah. What's what's wrong with being cocky though? You know what I'm saying? It's like because me personally, mm-hmm. I feel like arrogance. I mean, sometimes it's 
you can't out, you can't overdo mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. I know that, but like, mm-hmm. what happened to like Muhammad, people that move like Muhammad Ali, yeah. Kanye West? Yeah. Like sometimes, if you think you have the best music video out there, mm-hmm. I mean, let it be known, mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. know. But just don't be the type to let it be known so much that you ignore others. Yeah, if yeah. that makes sense, yeah. you know. Yeah. I like. Whenever people always say not to be cocky, I'm like, bro, if, if you got something going on and you know you're good at it, yeah, yo, if you're yeah. not co- cocky about it, someone else will be cocky no, co- about it. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. And, and, and I think you're right. You're right about that. The reason why I censored myself a bit is, yo, honestly, this world is soft now. Yeah. <laughs> this world is so soft now. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. You say something... And people look at you a, a certain way, but I'm I'm now learning to just teach myself how to just be me, mm-hmm. just to be also proud of what I'm doing, you know, humble to a certain to a certain extent, but also just like how I was telling you before, believe in your sauce. When you know you have something, mm-hmm. let the world know that you have it. Mm-hmm. You know, I was watching the Kanye documentary, and I'm just like, yo, Kanye actually never changed. Never. Kanye never changed. He's been the same man. There, there's obviously been stumbling blocks. There's been, you know, different creative phases of his life from, you know, late registration till, you know, Donda. Mm-hmm. But it's like, you can see that he had that confidence. Even his mom instilled that in him. And I feel like, you know, my mom does that with me as well. She's like, yo, like, you have something. Show it out there and be confident, be bold, be brave, be, you know, understand that you have something special and don't be afraid to to tell people that you have it mm-hmm. you know as much as people may not because like i'm going on on a rebuttal about nah, this but it's good, like like marlo like yo you take in you post something it's really good but you may not because of social media sometimes people look at likes and whatnot you post on your story everybody's watching it mm-hmm. everybody's watching even the people that claim they don't they don't... Can I swear on this? Go, go ahead. Even the people that claim they do not fuck with you uh-huh. are watching your every move. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. My bad cutting you out. No, go you. ahead. Um, You ever heard of a dude named Pompano Randy? Ever heard that name? Nah, nah, uh, nah. The Florida dude. You ever heard of LB Spiffy? Yeah, yes, yeah. yes, yeah, yeah. You know, He's from so Toronto. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had both of those. I had mm-hmm. Pompano Randy. He has like 260 followers. Mm-hmm. 260K followers. Yeah. And LB Spiffy. You know LB Spiffy. Yeah. I had them both on. And I ain't gonna lie, I, I used to let the likes get to me, mm-hmm. L- the likes. And it's crazy because I checked the insight where you could see um, the reaction, the views, yeah. how many people. Yeah. Yo, when I posted up LB Spiffy, I had in the first like nine, ten hours, I had over 800 people view it. Like wow. they saw the video. Look at that. But about 13 likes. I'm like, yo, I know you niggas see what I'm doing, yeah. but nobody <laughs> wants to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. And another reason why I think like that too is because um, every time I go out, mm-hmm. I know what my followers look like. If you follow yeah. me on Combo Mar, I know I, I just have a good idea on on who follows me and who doesn't. Mm-hmm. Almost every time I go out, yo, you're the guy with the podcast. Yo, are you Marlo? Yo, I mm-hmm. fuck with your podcast. And in my head, I'm like, you you've like, never you, reposted. You don't. You like there, do you nothing. listen? Do you repost? Do you mm-hmm. interact? But, like, but at the same time, who am I to be like? You don't. Exactly. You don't like any of my. Sh- I don't know you. Mm-hmm. But like, I just you know genuine. Yeah, yeah. Because niggas are still being genuine, yeah. coming up to me and stuff. But at yeah. the end of the day, I know you don't like my shit. Yeah, you don't. Yeah, like, yeah. I yeah. know that. And it's like you know, sometimes like especially for myself starting up, it was hard to not take it personal. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I feel like I, I in, in my closed doors, I'd be talking about it a lot. But I'm just like, yo. Honestly, 
Like, like you said, you see them, they're like, oh, you're Marlo, you're the guy on the podcast. Like, honestly, just dap, dap him up, keep him moving. Yeah. Keep him moving and focus on what you're doing because, bro, people are watching. Yep. People are Always. watching. People are listening. Even, even the ones that may not be interacting. So it's like, you can't let that stop you from yeah. focusing on your craft mm. because at the end of the day, you want to better yourself. You're like, you don't care about freaking... Uh, Larry from Northside watching um, uh, your you know podcast. He's not he's not gonna he's not gonna be the one taking you to the next step. Uh-huh. So yep, yeah. And uh, back my last time back to that arrogant thing, that cocky thing. Mm-hmm. I'd always say I still say it. I'm like Convo and Marlo, coolest podcast in the city, best podcast. Yeah. yeah. I had a nigga DM me the other day. He's like, yeah, your podcast is I, but not as good as um Breakfast Club. I'm like yo. Yo, are you kidding me? I'm not comparing myself. Like, I'm literally saying I'm I'm the best in the city. You're comparing me to Breakfast Club. Yeah, you. And, it's it's and him. And the thing is, the Breakfast Club. Everybody that has any type of business, music, whatever, they, they all started all have, from somewhere. You know what I'm saying? You know. And for mm. for for this nobody to hit me up telling me yeah. I'm not as big as them. Yeah. I'm like, yo. And this is when I really caught myself. I was I was kind of arguing with the dude. I yeah. know I shouldn't have him getting time. Mm-hmm. I was arguing. I'm like. I'm probably closer to them than you'll ever be. Who's just mm-hmm. going back and forth? Mm-hmm. And I and as I'm talking to him, my girl's with me. She's like, yo, think mm-hmm. about what you're doing. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. You're arguing with someone you know you'll never see. Yeah. You shouldn't mean anything. And I'm looking at my phone like, I'm really three hours and, in. And this person's probably not doing something that they actually love. They mm-hmm. they're not they're not chasing their 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 vision like you are, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, once you, you start going back and forth with them, you kind of just have to stop and think, yo. Why am I stooping down to their level, you know? Yep. Breakfast Club, they started from somewhere. Mm-hmm. You know, niggas were probably telling them, oh, you're, you'll never be like this radio station mm-hmm. or this. Now blah, look blah, at blah. them. Now look at them, mm-hmm. right? So these things, you just got to use to fuel your fire and just keep going. Because mm. I've, I've had many DMs. I've had many. And it's like, even somewhere, they don't say it to your face, but, you know, things come back to you and you of hear course. it. Of so course. it's like, at the end of the day... Um, and we live in Edmonton, man. Yeah. It's it's not a it's not it's not a place where like you're not gonna take in what's going on or yeah. hear the You'll bullshit that some people. It. So it's like, bro, we live in a huge world with seven billion people. If uh, Terrence and I'm using example, I'm not yeah, saying yeah. names. Yeah. If Terrence from freaking Southgate is not gonna support you, Mario from Italy, <laughs> like <laughs> you know, so just. Bro, do you mm-hmm. do you forget about the the oh, outside yeah. noise? Block it. No, um, I'm getting real better at just ignoring it. But another thing I learned is it's all behind your back. I've mm-hmm. never had a nigga come up to me, my face, face and yeah. tell me it's never. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's always love. Mm-hmm. Um, so with with the craft you got going on, mm-hmm. have you gotten paid from it yet? Like, have you? Oh, okay. You want a feature? Is this much? Or you want me mm-hmm. to host the show? Is that much? Mm-hmm. Have you ever gone gone paid yet? Yes, uh, I've gotten paid from shows. Um, obviously DSPs when you you know put it out there, uh, publishing. Um, started doing publishing more because I feel like when I first started music, I was just uh, I was not thinking that yo like eventually as a career like I'm gonna need to you know eat off of it too, right? Mm-hmm. It's not just you know, sharing music and, you know, when our guys sharing music, like, you know, I'm going to have to find uh, ways and means to, you know, make uh, money from it too. So, yeah, I definitely got paid from, you know, 
uh, different shows that I've uh, been in and, uh, you know, the music that I put out, uh, you know. So, yeah. And um, I think uh, through my career, I'm learning more and finding out different ways that I can be able to get paid as well. Mm -hmm. because, I, because I feel like some people, sometimes they just think, oh, you just get music. You just uh, put your music out and you you wait for the streams like that's just a small percentage there's many more different avenues to you know get paid so yeah that's that's something that i'm i'm learning even more now mm -hmm. and you know making sure that you know i get my i get my piece you know okay yeah if you could get it if you can get into it mm -hmm. what was the most you've made for a feature a show anything that one i i, I have to i have to keep it to myself because ah, you know okay, it's, nah. you know but I'll say, God willing, um, I'm, 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 I believe that I'll be even making more. So mm -hmm. let's just uh, pray on that and, you know, ah, just good. push myself to keep, uh, you know, doing what I need to do. Okay, so how about this? You said um, you've been, you've performed before, right? Mm -hmm. how, how many times would you say you've performed? <sighs> Countless amount of times? Can you put it on two hands? I've, I've performed many times. Mm -hmm. um, I've performed many times. Uh, I think during the COVID season, things kind of slowed down. Mm -hmm. um, either it was some shows that <laughs> wanted to pay me with the exposure uh, uh. or like, yeah, just some sorts like that. But I've, I've performed many times. Even when I went back to Ghana, I was able to perform there as well, um, which was a great experience. So, yeah, I honestly, I don't even, I don't remember how many shows I performed, but I do remember my first show and uh the my my recent uh ep release party uh that i had before i traveled so um wow. probably one of my best shows uh to to date mm. yeah okay okay um do you have a routine that you'd go through before a show uh, like like just to make sure you don't stay nervous and you mm -hmm. just get yourself in the right mind space um I definitely I pray before every show. Okay. I pray before every show. Um, I just uh, try to you know keep myself in a good mood. Drink my water. Mm -hmm. You know, just enjoy myself, loosen myself out, just stay calm, and uh, yeah, just uh, because I feel like performing honestly comes natural to me. I don't feel mm. if anything. I feel uh, when I'm on the stage, like I'm in control of the show, like. I'm I'm the quarterback on the field, like mm. you know everything. I determine everything, so it's like if the crowd is dead, it's me, you know. So I make sure that I have that energy, that stage presence. I I, I make sure that I control the crowd to an extent that will get everybody, you know, excited and you know in the 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 mood to you know hear some good music. So yeah, yeah I I honestly enjoy. I really enjoy performing. Yeah. Have you have you ever had a crowd where Everybody was just dead. Like, they just don't want to do anything. They don't want to participate. They don't want to vibe mm -hmm. out. Have you ever been in a, had to perform for a crowd like that? Yeah, my first, uh, my first show, I swear there was like 10 people. Mm. And like, there was like three kids out of the 10 people. They were kicking balloons and whatnot. But, you know, whenever I see that, I like, how do I, I kind of like, uh, I'm like a alarm system. Like I just like, like, I'll point at people and be like, guy in like in the right corner, hands up, hands up. Like uh, I'm like, yo, like you know, <laughs> obviously not in an arc awkward way because yeah. like, bro, you, you can't tell. Like if a nigga's not feeling the vibe and whatnot, you can't you can't make him 
a man move and you know dance or whatnot so yeah, it's like yeah. like i said it really it really depends on me it really de- depends on me to set the tone and i just try to make sure i set that from early you know mm. so yeah wow okay okay is there is there anywhere in the city that you haven't gotten a chance to perform yet that you'd like to host that like rexall plays mm. uh, like any in, in our city specifically you know um and uh, I don't think this is a impossible to 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 vision, but um, Rogers Place would like it's something that 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 comes to my my oh, is mind. It, it's called Rogers Place. Yeah, what Rogers Place say? now. Rexall. Rexall's the old. Oh, okay, the old my bad, yeah. It still exists, but yeah, yeah. like yeah, um, even a uh, union like um, mm. there was a yeah. This was during COVID. I was supposed to open up for. A big, a big artist uh, out of Africa, out of uh, Ghana, called uh, King Promise, mm-hmm. but uh, unfortunately because of COVID, like that got canceled. So. COVID, COVID been fucking bro. A lot of COVID about. been fucking up a lot of things, man. So um, yeah, I wasn't able to um, to perform that, but places like uh, Union and um, you know just like uh, like I said before, Rogers Place that. Uh, would be would be amazing. Rogers Place would be amazing because that's honestly the biggest place you can perform at yeah. in Edmonton, right? Yeah. But you know, imagine everything has every its time. And stuff. Yeah, wow. everything has its time. So yeah, like you know, I just have to work in the the season accordingly, and mm-hmm. you know, who knows what what doors God will will open for me. Mm. Yeah. Um. Again, when it comes to music, who do you look up to? Who's an artist that like? Obviously, you don't want to sound like, but just. Mm-hmm. If people were to compare you to him or her, mm-hmm. like you know, that shit, maybe I do. Mm-hmm. Um, I've gotten quite some. Not to say that, like like you said, not to say that this is where I want to be, but just from other people's uh, you know, viewpoints, I've gotten uh, certain comparisons to, you know, Burna, mm. uh, NSG, uh, Wizkid, um, I think even. I think it may have been a King Promise, uh, and then, and 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 these guys I, I listen to a lot too, right? So it's not it's not something that's like crazy or whatnot. I listen to almost everything. Like I think that's that's what's helped me keep you know creating music is the fact that I'm not just a lover of making music. I'm a lover of listening to music too. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, I say like guys like Burna Boy. Um, yeah, Wizkid. Uh, there's so many artists. If I if I if I mention, it, I'll just you know keep even uh, um, he he's a French artist, but uh, Taiki, mm-hmm. um, very very good artist. Uh, guys like that, I say that you know I fall under their um, uh, sort of uh, their their genre, their their style. Are you French? Yeah. No, I'm not French. Oh, okay. I'm not French. Um, <laughs> the name Juice Boy. Where mm-hmm. where did, where did that name come from? <laughs> Every time I explain this story, it's just so funny. Uh, um, you've been asked this a lot, huh? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, okay, this is when I first moved to Edmonton, mm-hmm. and you know, coming from a urban city from the east side of Canada, Ottawa, Ontario. Mm. You know, I never really encountered being the only black person <laughs> in certain places. Like, yeah. I never really had to face racism or feeling left out because of how I looked. Mm-hmm. 
So, bro, the way I struggled, eh? The way I struggled to find a baba, a proper barber. Mm. I was getting haircuts at Supercut. <laughs> My first haircut here, I got it at Supercut. I know they fucked you up. They they just, they mushed up the whole the thing. Hairline crooked. They, they, bro, they didn't even line me up. They wow. just left it. They just, so, like. What haircut did you get? What did you they just gave you a buzz cut? So that time, like, the full hog no thing way. was in style. The full hog thing. I wanted to get a full hog, but my mom was like, nah, that's not my son. That's yeah. the devil's yeah. haircut. So, yeah, exactly. You know? So they just shaved it. They just shaved it. Wow. And then I'm like, oh, can I get, like, a line? This guy put, like, horns. <laughs> this guy put, like, horns in my head. I came back to school. Yo. Everyone's like, yo, that, you have a nice haircut. I'm like, why are you lying? Yeah. Why are you lying? Because well, you, went, they, you went to school with white people. Bro, I went to school with white people. Oh, there you go. They probably what? meant that shit. Yeah. <laughs> I went to school with white people, couple yeah. of Asians. Major- actually, majority, yeah, white people and Asians. And then mm. we, we had our whole group of black people. That's it. Yeah. But it's like, wow. bro, I was down bad. Mm. So um, after that, I just grew my hair out. I, yeah. just, I was like, yo, I'm not cutting my hair until I find a black barbershop. Mm. A black barbershop, not not a barbershop that has one black barber. I want a whole community of them in one shop. Mm-hmm. So, um, I, I I was growing my hair out, and one night I was watching the movie Juice, and I was my like, Yo. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Tupac and Omar Epps, um, yeah, and I was like, yo, I like their style. I like the 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 way they they um. They dress like the the way they cut their the hair, like, with the hook, with the, yeah. with the hook and everything. So I was like, "Yo," and I, I'm someone like I like to stand out, you know. Yeah. I like to stand out, and I was like, "Yo, I don't see anybody in the in these ends that are rocking this haircut. Let me let me get it. Mm. Let me get it." And then also too in the description of uh, Juice, I think it was it was saying money, power, and respect, like and respect. Like they're saying like, "Yo." If a nigga got the juice, like, you know, he he's that guy. Like he he's that man, you know? So I'm like, yo, this name mm-hmm. this name got a got a lot to it too. So mm-hmm. I got the juice haircut the first day I stepped out with the haircut. They're like, yo, like someone said, like, yo, you got that juice. Ah. I was like, bro, ah. that's my name, man. Juice that's boy. my name. No, that's juice hard. boy. That's hard. Juice boy. And then I made the the slight uh change with the E and the three yeah. because some next man from Are UK had the name Juice Boy mm-hmm. and was trying to collaborate with me. I'm like, bro, we can't be the same. Like, nah. Yeah, when niggas like, say Juice Boy, who are we Yeah, yeah, to? yeah. Like, that's me. Juice like, 1, Juice 2. Like, man. that's me, you know? So, yeah, I put a 3 there because um, my favorite basketball player growing up was Allen Iverson. Ah, you know, the 3 okay. represents the Father, Son, the Holy Spirit, and, like, you know, other reasons, too. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I just I just put 3 there. Yeah, you're really spiritual. I I I won't say I'm spiritual, but like you're really. I'm a Christian. You're really into the man. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm really. I'm. I'm, Yeah, I, I, I. Obviously, like I am too. But like the way you're speaking on, I'm like, yeah, you you growing up in church. Yes, yes, I definitely did. But I, I, I feel like, you know, there's a difference between growing up in church and then finally when you're growing up, you, you, you make the decision to actually get to know who like Christ is. Mm. So I feel like. You know, once I actually got to know who, you know, Jesus was, then I finally made that decision that, yo, like, this is who, this is who I want to serve. This is who I believe in. Because, um, and not to, not to quote you, but like, there's a lot of people that are like, 
on spiritual and stuff, but they, sorry, they would be saying, ah, I believe in astrology or whatnot, but yeah. it's like, yo, I have a personal relationship with, with God, you know? So, yeah, no, definitely, I, I do. I do. Wow. Yeah. Okay, okay. So, um, what was the whole storyline behind getting money? Because, like, um, I remember you talking about how niggas uh, flexing it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like yeah, that. yeah, but like, yeah, yeah. But, like, coming from the, the creator himself, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? What was the story behind that? Um, honestly, one day I was just like, yo, I just been taking in a lot of niggas just be capping. Hell yeah. Like, a lot of niggas just be capping. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, you know, um, I think this, this was definitely during COVID when people were, you know, uh, showcasing money on their, sorry if it sounds like I'm, I'm just talking about the Forex folks. I'm not, it's not no, just you guys. Start please, please, uh. please. I don't want any problems, but like, yeah, people are just like trying to stunt and, and it's okay if you want to stunt, stunt. Like if, if it's your own money, sure you do what you want, but like, bro, like this whole capping thing, it's like, bro, the internet's not real. And, um, there was a point too where on social media I I uh, I went through a dark phase and I was just like yo like bro do I have to like show off or do I have to like you know fake my life just so people can you know see that you know I'm actually making it and whatnot mm-hmm. and I was like nah like because I'm still I'm still gonna get money regardless you know I have a pretty good job whatnot that's helping me fund the music and whatnot and I know for sure. You know, my vision is gonna come to fruition in the in the in the future, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, if you get in money, you ain't gotta show it because you know it. You know, mm. you know it, and others will know it. I people know someone people, that's really making money. You people know? just need to post it on IG for validation. Yeah, validation. To show you, I got it better than you. Yeah. In reality, you're probably struggling, and the yeah. little bit of bread you got, you put it together and flex it. Yeah. Give it up for rent, mortgage, whatever you got. Yeah. You post up. your picture, and then you go go sleep on your mattress, and you're sad. Like you. <laughs> you know. What you I'm know. Saying? So, yeah, that's that. It was uh, getting money was more of like a, like a fun type of track but like yeah. I'm, I'm really talking about real shit that's happening like mm. you know people capping a lot so I see it's at like 5-6 views 5-6k views I keep forgetting to add the k yeah you yeah yeah 5-6k um, views yeah definitely definitely deserved more deserves mm. more you know but um definitely um you know every 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 I feel like every track has um it's sort of season or like it's time to really reach its peak. Yeah. Uh, I'm not saying that, um, getting money is going to get a, uh, 2 million views or 3 million views, God willing. Mm. But it's like, you know, I was just happy to put it out there and whoever saw it and enjoyed it. I'm honestly just grateful for it because like I put a lot of effort into that, mm. uh, you know, video and, you know, creating that song. So yeah, like every view honestly counts and, you know, and and definitely, I believe I believe it's it's still gonna grow more. Oh, hell it's yeah. definitely still gonna Most grow definitely. more. So, yeah, like I'm just so <laughs> whenever I put a, a, a song, I'm so focused on you know what's next, but also trying to you know promote what I I have currently. Yeah. But because there's like endless of great music that I have in store, and the ones that I'm yet to even make, I just know that you know shit's gonna pop off regardless. Yes, so okay. just gotta keep going. Hold on, I gotta. So.
So, Mr. Juice Boy. Yes, sir. Um, so, I'm assuming you're from Ghana. Yes, I'm from okay, Ghana. Okay, so yeah. you had a trip back home. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. First thing I want to say is, how was the trip? Well, what was the life like over there? Because I'm coming from an ignorant point of view. Mm-hmm. I only know what media was, not just social media, but what yeah. the news shows. Mm-hmm. So, this poverty, war, mm-hmm. people... You you know poor country poor yeah. countries how third world third world countries yeah. they have their own thing going on obviously because of the white man <laughs> you know what I'm saying <laughs> but like is it really what media shows us people killing each other this and that yo honestly um, Ghana to be honest has the good bad and the ugly mm. um, I'll say that. It's not what the media portrays it to be. It never is. It never. Obviously, is. you have you have poverty. You have you know. Um, honestly, with the crime, it's it it, it, it depends. It depends where you where you are. Um, but Ghana is very peaceful, especially if you're a guest visiting a country. They're very welcoming. You know, Ghanaians. No matter no matter uh, what state they are in, whether they're poor, whether they're, you know, here we'll call it, you know, uh, middle class or whatnot, someone that's trying to, you know, grind on the street. Well, everyone just has a bubbly, uh, a good spirit, a good spirit, you know, and there's no corner you'll go to where you won't hear music. Mm. Music's just playing everywhere. The streets, you, the, just hearing the, the the sounds of the cars honking, the you traffic. You know what I find crazy? Yeah, it's the third world countries that have the most fun. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? We're we're in North America and in America where we're money depressed, this, money we're that. sad. You know man. what I'm saying? Even even the most richest people in the world are yeah. sad. And here are the people that can't rub two pennies together that are having Bro. the most fun, most fun. And 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 it's so um, I think going back home was very uh, humbling because I'm just like, bro. When I come back to Canada, Lord, please forgive me if I complain about wow. anything. It changed your view. It changed my view, like, because I was actually there to experience things. Bro, just imagine yourself being on the Anthony Henday from 6 a.m. till like 12 a.m. midnight. You're selling um, chips wow. in the hot sun, in the hot sun, traffic, cars. Left and right traffic. You're just trying to make it ends meet. You know, you do that work. You come back the next day. You're you're still doing it. But it's like you still have a joyful spirit. You're still you know, you know, smiling. You're still you know trying to push your your brand so that other people can you know, you know, uh, um, buy from you. Nobody can do that out here. Yeah. Nobody can. Could stand outside in in this cold or Hell or even man. in the summertime, yeah. standing there the whole day. What it's like? It's very. Uh, it was very a great experience to come uh, home. I honestly, I didn't even want to leave. Ah, it was that because nice. I, I I never felt so much joy and peace and just like and also too like it felt nice. Not like like you're around your people, you know. People that look like you. people that look people like that you. won't discriminate because yeah, you know what I'm saying. You know, yeah. like it was just uh mm-hmm. and it's funny because when they hear you talk and they know that you're you know you're not from even here. though you're you're Ghanaian, but it's like 
They, they know you have the look. Yeah, they know yeah. Have the sound. <laughs> the I know it, bro. When I when I went back to uh, last February, my fault uh-huh. for cutting you off. No, when no. I, go when ahead. I went back to Florida to go visit, because besides me, like it's me and my mom that lives here. Mm-hmm. My sister is in Ottawa. Mm-hmm. Everybody else is in Florida. Everybody mm-hmm. is staying. When I went, you could tell. Like I, I look like them. I dress like them. As soon as I spoke, you spoke. Like I went up. Um, this is before I, I'm with the girl I, I'm with right now. Yeah, I, I gotta clear that up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Um, when I went there, bro, you know what I'm saying? I'm shooting my shot. Wrong. I go up to a, I go up to a shorty. Like you could just tell the way I, I'm dressed. Like I yeah. look like I'm from there. I talk to her. You know when dogs are confused, they do this shit. Yeah, that's what she started doing. She she literally said, "Where are you from?" First, I like I just said three, four words to her. First, where are you from? Yeah. I told I just said Florida. I didn't want to say Canada. Yeah, yeah. She's like, talk again. <laughs> I started talking, talking. She's like, you're not from Florida. Where the fuck are you from? <laughs> it's like when you go to the actual countries, or mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. They can tell yeah. from the way you sound. Yeah. You can't fool anybody. And, it, and it's funny because sometimes some people may try to take advantage of that. Mm. So sometimes I had to, you know, speak my own language to make them sure like, hey, you, you can't you can't fool me or you can't scam me or whatnot, you mm. know? But sometimes at times it's it's to your advantage. Um I'll say I'll keep it short, but it's to your advantage when it comes to the woman. That's all. Ah. <laughs> nah, I feel that. What yeah. What was the reasoning for going? Was it purely for music? Was it for fam? Was it for mm-hmm. both? What was the reason you went um, back? It was It was definitely for both. Um, it was definitely for both because I hadn't been back since I was four. Yeah. And, Damn. you know, like, you know, everyone's growing up, you know, and, uh, I didn't really have the opportunity to go back like that because of school and, you know, work. And then a point COVID because I was supposed to go the year when COVID first came. Mm-hmm. So I was like, yo, this is the time to go. And December, Ghana is like the number one spot. to. In, I'll say in the world. Damn. It's the number one spot to be in the world during uh, December. December. Every Everybody is there. Mm. Everybody is there from east, south, west, north. Everybody and their grandmother is in Ghana. Damn, what's like, going on in December, bro? There's so many festivals, and uh, in 2019 we had the year of return. So basically, our president gave out like about 75,000 visas to like you know uh, African Americans who were trying to trace back their roots. Wow, and even some Caribbean people too. So I feel like during that year, shit really popped off and it, it almost became like, like, you know, those tourist places that like people from here would go to like Mexico or, mm-hmm. you know, Dubai or whatnot. Like yeah. Ghana became that place in Africa as like, yo, everyone's just going there. Yeah. Everyone's just going there. So, um, yeah, this is, uh, this, this December that just passed by, it was a time for me to go and also anywhere that I go, I want to make sure that I, you know, have my imprint of my music you know, stamped there before I leave because I feel like I just be doing myself a dis- disservice if I go somewhere and I don't show people that, yo, I'm a, I'm a, I'm an artist. I'm a music artist. Like I make music and yeah. I make good music. So it's like, I want to make sure that you know this before I cut because, you know, sometimes you may not get that, that chance again. I'm definitely going back though. Oh, of course. Definitely go back. <laughs> Another thing I'm curious about, is it, um, like naked kids on the street, ripped shirt. Is do you do you see things like that for real? Yeah, yeah. You definitely. See, I think that was some of the sad 
the sad stuff. No, yeah. I'm not gonna lie. Um, Dan and even some like disabled disabled people who are beggars, very humble beggars, mm. very humble beggars. It's not like one of those things where you know, um, they won't even try to you know make uh, a living for themselves or like you know obviously if they're capable you know. Mm-hmm. I even saw some people that were disabled, amputated, selling yeah. stuff on the street, or you know, Shit. like and and people are always willing to help too. You know, like everyone's, it's just you know, it's it's a uh, it was a very humbling experience. I definitely saw the good, bad, and the ugly yeah. within the first three days. Wow. You know, uh, so. Yeah, this this definitely. I might have to come for another episode for the Ghana because, mm. bro, there's so many things that I seen live with these eyes, and I was like, and how long did you go for? Six weeks. Six weeks. I was there for Damn. six weeks, bro. I was Damn. a citizen. Damn. I was a citizen. Yeah. I was living. And the six there. weeks probably just flew by. Honestly, no. It it was kind of long. It yeah. was kind of long because I made sure I I I I was doing something every day. I think I can count how many days I was just home. Maybe like five. Yeah. But other than that, every day I was outside. Six weeks. Yeah, six God weeks. Damn. Six, six weeks. weeks. The the reason why I asked about the little kids and stuff, because mm-hmm. um, me, I never been to Haiti. Obviously, I plan mm-hmm. on going there. I speak yeah. the language. I know how to get around. So mm-hmm. exactly how you say, like, you can't really take advantage of. I mean, you could tell I'm not mm-hmm. from there because when I speak Creole, it's Americanized. Yeah. Americanized. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But um, the thing, the reason why I asked that kid thing is because my mom. I talked to the my cousins that my mom's are t- my mom's talking about. Mm-hmm. It's like she used to play with the kids on the street, butt ass naked. The kids are naked. Obviously, the adults have clothes, mm-hmm. but the kids are naked playing. And it's not weird. It's not. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. not how we see it over here because mm-hmm. everyone, even the homeless people, are clothes here. Yeah, yeah. Especially yeah. in Edmonton with mm-hmm. the winters we get, mm-hmm. and um, I'm just like wow. Yeah, naked is the norm. I don't De- know. Definitely though, like when different. I went back, I it's not that I saw. Like kids were were clothed, but some some kids they didn't have you know they may have a shirt that is is too you could, it's too yeah. bad like it's yeah. ter- torn or like you know it's dirty like they they mm-hmm. need something better you know mm-hmm. but like these kids are happy these kids are energetic these kids are wow like I met a kid <laughs> I met a kid uh, during my my video shoot mm-hmm. and uh, can you believe his name was Scammer Scammer. I that's think that's I think that's a street name. Oh, it got it. Because there's 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 some of these kids there in the streets too. Even even the they're like they'd be seven eight years old, but like they're in the streets working for the 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 big boys. Mm. And his name is Scammer. I'm Damn. like, what's your name? He's like Scammer. I'm like, ha, that's what your mom. He's like, my name is Scammer. I'm like, mm. you see, Nick, <laughs> niggas our age. Well, I know he's pretty young, but yeah. like. We we all have stage names, and I don't know. Niggas <laughs> just don't like going. You know, yeah, you know what I'm yeah, saying? yeah. So yeah. like, you'll have a nigga will die before he tell you his real his his, his real government you know name. It's like, bro, that's the name that you're. You know, because I'm I'm gonna be honest. Like, unless like I'm at like a musical event or whatnot, and sometimes you know just like general interactions, but it it has something related to do with music. I'll mm-hmm. say, oh my, I'm Juice. Mm-hmm. But more time, I'll be saying, yo. You know, my name is nobody. Nobody really knows a lot of people, but I'll be saying my name is my name is Joseph. My mm, name is Joseph. Yeah, you know. So I bet you can't guess what my real name is. It's not Marlo. Nope. Nah. You know, my <laughs> name is pretty a pretty Haitian name though. Joseph. Is it, yeah. Is it is Joseph? It, it's not that. Ah, uh, 
Well, no, is you're that mine? Nah, it's not. You would I, you would never guess it, bro. Never. All all my siblings have Haitian names. Not me. Oh, you would never guess it. Was your name is like some German? Nah, it's it's white. Well, I think oh. it's white. Oh, it's, okay. It's my bitch. <laughs> <laughs> that ass. My guy, my guy said it like it's top secret. But okay. Nah, but, but that like, makes sense. Yeah, that makes people, sense. People, um, when I went to school and stuff, like, like people that know me know me. They know mm-hmm. that name. But people okay. that just know me, Marky, Marky yeah. Rex, or Marlo. You that's know the same saying? with me too. That's mm. a, that's honestly the same with me. Like, but even more time, like my friends that actually know my my name, they, they still yeah. be saying Juice. You still know? say Juice. So, no, I feel that. Yeah. Um. So the music video for Concern, mm-hmm. um, it was all filmed in, in Ghana. Yes. Yes. With without getting too much, I guess you could speak on it because this yeah. won't come out until a little bit. Yeah. Like, yeah after definitely, that. I can speak. But like, on it. what's What's the message behind concern? Mm-hmm. What's the scenery in concern? What are some of the the vibes that that we should be expecting from concern? Okay, I'll talk about the 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 audio first. Um, in general, like the actual uh, song, concern is basically speaking on the things that you know don't bother me. The things that are none of my business should not be taking my focus off of you know what I'm you know doing because. Like we were talking about earlier on this episode, how, you know, there's a lot of noise out there. There's a lot of people, you know, um, talking uh, talking bullshit about things that, you know, don't matter. Gossiping and stuff like that. And it's so easy to get caught up into the mix of those things that you forget that, yo, I'm trying to do this to, to better my life. Or I'm trying to do this because, you know, this is, this is something that I actually care about, mm-hmm. you know. So concern is like, you know. It basically talks about uh, those things and how that you should just be focused on what you're doing. And, you know, if it's none of your business, don't make it your business, mm. you know. So, yeah. And in the video, um, uh, I shot it in Jamestown. Jamestown is a, a, a place in Accra. That, that was a place where uh, it's the slums. Mm. It's pretty much the, the slums. Trenches. Like, okay, it's the okay. trenches. Like, you know, uh, it's funny. This is funny. <laughs> Because um, they have, in some some areas in Ghana, they have some people that kind of own the place. Mm-hmm. So, one of my my video guys, he had to even pay one of the like the the, the members there in order for us to even shoot in there, mm-hmm. because like they don't they don't just allow anybody to come yeah, to the ends, you know. So yeah. I didn't know that until the end of the shoot, but it was like a hundred cities, which is like you know twenty dollars. Oh, for really? like yeah, a group of them. So yeah. it was it was something like you know for someone like me, it's, it was mm-hmm. something like. But it's like for them, it's like yo, you gotta pay up before you come to our hood to do whatever, yeah. or else you can't do it. Yeah. So yeah, like it was it was a it was a great experience. The kids were very um. They they they're they're very unique and you know have good spirits. Mm-hmm. Even some of the adults. They were trying to get me to hold their kids because I guess they want. They knew it was gonna be on TV or some shit. So like, you know, it's it's very. It was very a uh, good experience and like honestly, um, yeah, it, it was a. Uh, it was it was great. Yeah, it was great. And I I know it's gonna be something different too because someone from E Town making a music video in Ghana. Yeah. So yeah. it's gonna be a whole bunch of background mm-hmm. scenery that we're not used to. Not we're used, used to. to gloomy snow. Yeah, some of them probably never even seen snow mm-hmm. ever. Mm-hmm. You know, so I already know it's gonna be like 
just something I wasn't expecting, something exactly. I just haven't seen before. Exactly. And um, when I put out the trailer, I think I, I really believe it caught a lot of people by surprise that, yeah. yo, this guy actually went to a next country and did something like that. And, and that's why I was saying that, you know, I believe uh, I'm the top artist out here when it comes to, you know, visually, um, visually showcasing a song with top quality in, 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 in a sort of way where it's like, yo, you... Because, yo, it's not hard to shoot a music video if you don't really care what's in it, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I could shoot a music video in the basement. This would be a great setup, not even going to lie, mm-hmm. like, for a scene. Yeah. But it's like, a lot of people just believe that, yo, you just stand in front of a camera... And, you know, you sing the words out and, you know, that's it. Put it up. But I really take uh, a lot of pride and uh, time when I'm creating my videos because I want people to have the visual experience that I envisioned. You know, I want to sit in your chair and watch myself and be like, Mm. yo, like, like, I want to look at everything and, and just see like, yo, like this guy really planned it through, you know. So yeah, I'm I'm very excited to put it out. Concern comes out March 18th. Yeah, you know at midnight. Um, and the video comes out on Friday at the yes, same sir. day. So everybody, please tune in, and you gotta share it with everyone, especially because I believe you'll enjoy it. It's mm. a it's a it's a it's a big one. Yeah. Do you think it's hard to get support in our city in E Town? You think it's hard for people, especially because like you're. You're all, you're into the Afro side, mm-hmm. Afro beat t- side mm-hmm. for a majority of your stuff, and you know people that look like me. Mm-hmm. A majority we like little baby Drake. Mm-hmm. Those. Do you think it's hard to get support? Mm-hmm. Um, I would say that it's not hard to get support, but it's hard to get consistency. Mm. It's hard to get genuine, like. How do I even say it in 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 clear terms where it won't uh, sound uh, different? Um, for instance, definitely, if something is quality, if something is especially when it comes to visuals, if something is quality, something is cool, like the whole city will come out to support it yeah. and whatnot. Um, and I think a lot of it is due to the fact that, oh, he is, he's sharing it, and he's sharing it, and he's sharing it. Oh, so it must be cool. Yeah, let, let me, me share, share it, yeah. you know? Let me, even if I if I don't know the person, let me share it. But it's like, you know, it's, uh, as an artist, sometimes it's hard to, to get that consistency from the city. Because everybody talks about, oh, let's, let's like, uh, push the city, support your local artists. I hate that. I hate that thing. Because me, honestly... I'm not a local artist. I'm an artist that strives for greatness. I'm an artist that has bigger dreams. And I believe that my music is not just for Edmonton. Mm. I won't even say it's, it's for here. It's a, it's, a, it's a global creation. Yeah. It's for everyone, you know? So it's hard to get... I'll say that it's hard to get genuine support that is actually like, yo, I actually want to see you win, mm. you know? Because a lot of people, they treat it like as if it's like a competition or whatnot. Bro, you know, create your craft and, and love it, you know, for it. Don't 
it's good to have healthy competition, but when it comes to like, there's times where you just, you can tell, you know, niggas don't actually want to see you win. They just, they're just showing a little bit of fake love so that when it's my turn, oh, okay, you know? They can say, yeah, like, I, I, I was there. Yeah. Or I, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, I know exactly. What and me saying. per se, like, if I, if I don't like something, I'm not going to fake about it and, you know, just start uh, showcasing it on my platform just because, oh, everyone from the north side's doing it or everyone's mm-hmm. from, like, I don't care about that. All I care about is, yo, seeing the person's intentions when they're creating it and also to, um, Seeing that, yo, this act, this person actually took the time and effort. This person has the talent. This person has, you know, something special. And I genuinely, it it it, it did something to me when I watched it or listened to it. That's when I'm gonna, you know, feel the need to to share it. But more time, you know, some of these stuff you you can't control it because you know some people are gonna do what they want, and and they're entitled to do what they want, right? Mm. So as for myself as an artist. I just tell myself, yo, if I like it, if I believe it's quality, if I believe that this is something people will enjoy, just put it out there. Don't worry about, you know, how many views or how many likes it's going to get. You know, if it's good, it's going to do its, its its magic when the time is right. So I just, yeah. Wow. Well, that's, that's all I got to ask you. You know what I'm saying? Before we wrap this all up, is there anything you want to ask me? Oh, first of all, yo, I just want to thank you for, for having me here, you course, man. You know, course. like, honestly, uh, I love having, uh, you know, intellectual conversations like this, like real conversations like this. And uh, I had a good time speaking with you. And, yo, um, honestly, shout out to Convo with Marvel. Yes, sir. You know, yes, sir. If y'all ain't tuning in, start tuning in now. Mm. Um, support the boy. He's doing something genuine in the city. So, mm. yeah, thank you for having me here. I really no appreciate problem. it. I want you to know this is not going to be your last time here. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to have you on again soon. For sure. Maybe for sure. talk about Ghana. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Just like how you was talking about. Yeah. But just just know this is not your last time on. What for I like sure. to do with um, with artists is like I like to... Like, now that I have you on, you already mm-hmm. see what the vibes is like. Yeah. I want to have you on maybe next year. But, like, maybe have you on again within in between to mm-hmm. um, just to see how things are. But mm-hmm. I like to schedule a thing, like, 10 months from now. Because, like, in 10 months, who knows what you'll be up to. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah, I want to thank you for coming on. My, my fault by flopping the other day. Oh, you know no, what I'm saying? I no. woke up. I hear a whole bunch Life of singing happens, downstairs. Man. I'm like, <laughs> I know she's not hosting a service. Life she was happens, hosting man. a service. Life happens, man. Mm. It's, it's all good. It's okay. all good. Let yeah. the people know where they could find you. You know what I'm saying? Guys, it's your boy, Juice. You can find me on Instagram. I am Juiceboy. I-A-M-J-U-I-C-3-B-O-Y. And on Twitter, J-U-I-C-3-B-O-Y. Just Juiceboy. Um... My music is on all streaming platforms, Apple Music, Spotify, Audio Mac, SoundCloud, you know, Tidal, everywhere. Just uh, search up Juice Boy. You can find me there. My YouTube channel is also Juice Boy. You can get me on there. And uh, Concern is coming out March 18th on DSPs and on YouTube. You will have uh, the premiere of the video. So make sure you don't miss the premiere so you can be the first people to to watch it on YouTube. So Okay, okay. Yeah. It's your boy Combo and Marlo. And Juice Boy. And yeah, I'm out. <laughs>